empowerment. It's kind of a fluffy sounding word that people throw around a lot. And what the heck does it have to do with being healthy? Well, I'll tell you after my long intro. All right, it's not that long. <laughs> Welcome to the Women Rockin' Midlife Podcast, Soulful Wellness to Elevate Your Second Act. This is the podcast dedicated to empowering midlife women to thrive and rock their way through this transformative phase of life. Hi, I'm Jen Kunkel. Join me as we explore this midlife thing together and I guide you on a soulful journey of holistic wellness and self-discovery, ultimately leading you and us to our best, most energetic, most fulfilling life. Well, this is episode seven, number seven. Still pretty new, pretty fresh. I feel like I'm getting the hang of it now, though, so I hope it's not too painful to listen to because I do feel like this is valuable and I am focusing on serving you, giving you the best information possible, something new, something something fresh and different that will actually work that actually gets you results that you can actually implement into your real life and be real because if it's not real, if it's not helping you, then it's just a bunch of hot air and I don't want to do that. Wasting your time and mine. All right, so this is episode number four in the series, the personal core strengthening series of five episodes. So I'm recording this episode immediately after the one before episode six. It's kind of confusing because we have the overall episode and then the number in the series. So it's a five-part series and this is part four, so almost done. So I'm just recording them all together. In the last episode, the raw recording was over 50 minutes and I was so surprised. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't believe I talked that long. And it felt more comfortable and more natural, so I'm getting the hang of it. How long the edited version ends up being, I don't know. But here's the thing. I don't really like to edit. I like to trust that I said what needed to be said and that you get to hear what I said and that it's all perfect even though it doesn't sound perfect and polished. There's enough perfect and polished sounding podcasts out there. That's really not my style, honestly. So we're just going to go with it. I mean, I'll cut out any horrendous mistakes when I edit it, but you're going to get the gist of it and basically what I talked about. If I go back and listen and went, whoa, I was droning on about something ridiculous there, I'll cut it out. I'll spare you. So today we are past the halfway mark on this, on this mini series of episodes that we're doing. This personal core strengthening concept is a foundation. 
we're talking about wellness here and we're talking about it in a fresh, new, different way. It's not about like, hey, do these exercises. Hey, eat these foods. Yeah, we're going to talk about some of that. And that stuff is everywhere. And it's not working for everybody because they're missing the key. They're missing this foundation of strengthening your inner self so that you actually want to eat healthy, you want to exercise, you want to move your body, you want to do all the things that are really good for you. If you're not doing that, if you're not addressing what's going on on the inside, you're trying to brute force yourself into these healthy habits and that doesn't work. Decades of experience has shown that it doesn't work that way, right? You've got to get underneath the surface. You've got to shift something on the inside. There's like a a switch that you have to flip and maybe there's a whole bunch of switches and a bunch of controls that you have to tweak and turn and adjust on the inside in order to make it easy to achieve the outside goals. So it's really about shifting your identity, who you become. Maybe you've heard that before. And it's not as simple as just, oh, poof, I'm a person who works out and eats healthy and tomorrow I do. Although it is kind of that simple too. Which brings me to the first principle we're going to talk about today, which is choice. Choice is another way to say personal responsibility, but it's a shorter way to say it and it fits on my diagram better. (laughs) Yeah. I also like the idea of constantly saying, I choose. Whatever's going on in my life right now, I choose. Maybe I don't choose the circumstances that are outside my control. However, I do choose my response or my lack of response or how much weight I give what's going on to the outcome. I choose. I actually have a sticky note taped to my computer written on it in sharpie is I choose. I used to have that on my refrigerator. It's been my saying for 20 years or something. I choose because I remind myself that I choose how to respond. I choose how to react or to not react. I choose the emotions that I feel in any given moment. I choose what I'm going to do with the circumstances that are presented to me. I choose, am I going to sit and watch Netflix or am I going to read for 20 minutes? You know, I choose every moment of the day and that is personal responsibility. This is one of the first characteristics besides gratitude that I came up with in this entire concept of personal core strengthening. Personal responsibility, choice, own it. 
whatever you want to call it. Those are the three things that I call this principle. And why does that matter? Well, it matters because it's the difference between being an empowered or being a victim. Hey, guess what? I want to be empowered. How about you? I don't want to be a victim. I don't even want to think about being a victim. Maybe I didn't control the circumstances, but I do choose how I respond and move forward. For example, I've talked before, um, I think in the last episode actually, about how I felt like my dad didn't really care. He wasn't really there for me. I mean, he didn't exactly physically disappear. They eventually got divorced and he moved out. Even when he was around, I didn't really feel like he cared. There was other stuff that happened, of course, and I could just go back and say, oh, I'm a shitty adult because my childhood was horrible and my parents didn't do, you know, whatever. Like, any, lots of people could say that about their parents or one parent or the other. And... Okay, that may be fact. And as a child, you would not be expected to have that responsibility to overcome that. However, as an adult, you recognize that. So I would say like in my 20s, I started to think, okay, like I was kind of, I would say I was kind of messed up. I made poor choices in relationships. I had a huge inferiority complex. I was super shy. And I wasn't sure how much of that was natural and how much of that was due to the things that I experienced growing up. Feeling like my dad wasn't there. Feeling I felt abandoned by my dad is what the bottom line was. I didn't know how much of that contributed to who I was becoming as I got older. And, you know, other things. We moved. My mom worked a lot. She was a single mom. She worked her ass off. And I missed her, you know, sometimes when I was younger. And that affected me too. So, So anyway... All this stuff, right? Everybody has their stuff when you're growing up. And you can say, oh, you know, I'm of course I'm messed up because all this happened. And then in my 20s, I started, or maybe even a little earlier, I started thinking, okay, that was then, right? Now I have to decide or I get to decide what to do next? Like, am I going to let this just mess up my whole life or just up until now and then move forward and make better choices and do something different, make improvements? So I chose to be empowered and make things better and get to know myself more. And I really had no idea what I was doing. I flew by the seat of my pants, right? Like most of us do, actually. And I learned a lot about myself, and I grew, and then I learned more. And honestly, the more I learn, and the older I get, the more I realize 
that I don't know shit, right? <laughs> like, like, it's like, oh my gosh, there's even more to know still. I was probably like 24 and thought, oh, I have it all figured out. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all, right? Okay, so choice is about taking personal responsibility for moving forward. It's it's about getting out of victim mode or staying out of victim mode. It's about holding yourself capable of changing. It's also about setting and upholding boundaries in a graceful way. Now, when people first get started with boundaries, it can be really, really ugly. Even even me knowing that, like in a new situation where I wasn't holding boundaries, this was kind of recent. I really wasn't holding very good boundaries in this particular relationship and I recently decided that needed to change and even though I actually teach about boundaries when I initially started setting new boundaries with this person it was a little bit rocky you know and I I got a little bitter at first and I took sort of that hard line approach that I see people take and I say, okay, you can do it gracefully and tactfully. And still, even though I know that, my knee-jerk reaction was to be like a little militant about it, I guess you could say. And I caught myself fairly quickly and I was like, oh, no, 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 I don't want to be like that. This was with somebody that could get very confrontational when I didn't do what he wanted me to do. And that's why I wasn't setting boundaries because it it was always such a big thing, you know, that did make it difficult. And I recognized it pretty quickly and made the switch. So I chose. I chose to hold my boundaries with more grace and weirdly it everything flowed more nicely after I started doing that and not really weirdly totally expectedly it seemed like it wouldn't go that way and still it did so what do boundaries have to do with health I want to point something out here because One of the big issues that people have sometimes is that the people around them are not eating healthy. Maybe they don't even want to. They don't care. You know, they're eating chili dogs and Fritos and whatever. I don't know. I don't know why Fritos even popped in my head. They're eating this really garbage food, maybe sweets all the time. And if you're around that all the time, I was actually super, super healthy. Like everything was organic. I was growing my own food. I was vegetarian and vegan for about probably two years, but just because I didn't want to eat the factory farmed meat. And I didn't really know if I trusted the sources of the so-called good meat. And then I started getting the good meat because I'm not anti-meat at all. 
I was eating super healthy. I was like, I refused to shop at Walmart. I was recycling everything. I was composting. I was doing all this stuff. I stopped wearing makeup. I was getting all these toxins out of my life. And then I had a major life change, breakup, and I ended up getting together with this other guy. He was one of these people who doesn't eat healthy at all. And I found over time, I have let my boundaries fall so much that little by little it chipped away at all of these things that were so very important to me. And I was eating garbage food all the time. I, I was It was like a complete 180. And I would still eat a little bit healthy. When I ate by myself, I would eat healthy. Except for mostly I wasn't eating by myself. So anyway, this was going on for a very long time. Like years. And... I realized how much I had compromised my own boundaries on my wellness and, you know, lots of other things. Anyway, the point is I made a choice to flip that back around and choose something different. Yeah, it was affecting my health. So, so boundaries are important and it's really important that you get very honest with yourself and you have a lot of courage and that you focus on communication with the people in your life and it's not about making those people wrong it's about sharing what you want for you and asking them to support you in whatever way is going to make it easier There was actually a time when I was working a few days a week at a job where I would come home like a lot later than him and he would text me or call me and say, hey, would you pick up a candy on your way home? Well, I did it a couple of times and what I found is when I'd go in to get him a candy, of course, I want something too. So after a couple of times, I told him, I said, you know what, you're going to have to get your own treats or whatever because if I go, I'm going to end up getting something for myself. It's just easier for me to say no if I don't even go inside. So if you're finding yourself doing things like that, like maybe you're buying unhealthy groceries for someone that lives in your household and you find yourself eating them because they're there, you don't have to have willpower all the time. Make it easy on yourself. Ask them to get that stuff themselves and keep it somewhere else. Or even if if you get it, you know, do grocery pickup. Put that stuff in a separate bag and give them a cabinet that's for treats that is like super inconvenient for you to get to or something. Come up with some way to make it easy on yourself. Take responsibility for the results that you want and upholding those boundaries. Now, if the people in your life are not supportive, 
like for this example about asking me to go to the store and pick up stuff that worked for a little while and then he started asking again or or circumstances were different and then he'd ask me like I'd be coming home from somewhere else oh hey by the way could you stop and grab me dessert and I'm like oh you know that makes it hard for me and he had forgotten so I needed to just remind him It always comes down to personal responsibility. And sometimes the people in our lives make that more difficult. Sometimes they make it easier. We might have to remind them to make it easier on us. So I think you can see how personal responsibility and choice is really key to our wellness, right? It's connected in a very logistical, obvious way. When we master this idea of choice and personal responsibility, you can use this for every area of your life. And that's true for all these principles. So let's go on to the next principle, which is integrity. These are really big concepts. Like I said, I could do an episode on every single one of them. So I'm going to narrow in on the health relation here with integrity. Integrity is about being honest, not just with other people, but also with yourself. And it's about doing what you know is the right thing for you. And why does this matter? So it matters in a couple of ways. When it comes to your health specifically, integrity matters because you could convince yourself that you've been eating healthy when really there's a piece of you, there's a part of you that knows that maybe you cheated a little bit more than you meant to. So integrity is about being honest about those kinds of things. It's also important to have integrity around like who you really are, to be authentic, to let yourself have the courage to be truly you. Because When you compromise those pieces of you, just like I talked about, I was compromising all these little things and not setting my boundaries. And eventually I was living a life that that didn't really align with who I am. And what I found is I found myself being unhappy, unsatisfied, unfulfilled, going through the motions. And I would go through phases of feeling like I was depressed and in a rut. And that is, as I have said before, not good for your health. It's also stressful. When you're out of alignment with who you really are, you're going to feel a lot of stress, anxiety, all kinds of things can go on. When you're not living lined up with these core principles, it's like you're living this mediocre partial life or you're just kind of going through the motions and your energy isn't 
allowed to like flourish, right? You're not going to break through to, I don't know if I talked about that in this episode, but in the last episode, I talked about how all the, these kind of things happen in our lives and the social conditioning and cultural conditioning and parental conditioning is like these pieces of wet clay being thrown onto our energetic field like our aura and it's like they stick and then over time they start to harden and become this shell that suppresses our true energy our healthy energy and what we're doing here with this personal core strengthening is we're strengthening our inner selves And it's letting our true energy flourish and it strengthens up so much. Just visualize this as this bright energetic life coming from our core and it starts to pop out those pieces of that shell of clay and it starts to pop out pieces of the hardened clay and cracks it open so that we can become full and complete and who we truly are and totally healthy inside and out. When you are living with integrity and being really honest with yourself and standing strong in who you are and boldly expressing yourself, then that's when your energy really starts to vibrate and shine and flourish and bust through all that social conditioning and that clay shell that is holding you back and holding you in. One thing though is don't expect to do it all at once. It's a lot. You've been suppressed for years and years and years and it doesn't mean that you have to do this all at once. If you're feeling overwhelmed, just kind of let it go. Don't feel overwhelmed. Just know that everything's going to come in its own time, okay? So that's integrity. How do you strengthen your integrity, right? Practice, just like with everything else, you practice, okay? And I'm going to have some journal exercises for you at the end, as always. So stay tuned. I'll have a companion download available for you too that'll walk you through everything. The third and final principle for this episode and then the next episode we have three more and those are the fun ones actually all right these ones are kind of serious and logistical personal responsibility or choice integrity and respect they seem kind of I don't even know what the word is (laughs) but you get you know serious all right so respect is this is actually one of the first principles that I came up with too. They came to me over time. Some of them are new. And respect I came up with when I came up with gratitude and love and personal responsibility and respect. I actually think I had respect before personal responsibility. It feels really important, right? To respect yourself to respect others what's the opposite of respect disrespect settling when you're not respecting yourself you're settling for something less than 
what you really want. So this kind of ties into integrity in being your authentic self. And when you're not being your authentic self, you are not allowing yourself to be in optimal health. When you're not respecting yourself, you might be judging, blaming. When you're not respecting other people, you might be feeling self-righteous. Or even when you're not respecting yourself, you might be, it's like kind of the ego saying, oh, I should have done better. So if you're saying things like should have, supposed to, that's all conditioning. You have been conditioned to think that you should. Like, those are words I do not use. Should, supposed to, have to. There is none of that. It's all choice. So this, again, ties into personal responsibility and choice. Everything's a choice. You don't have to do anything. There's no should. That's opinion-based. That's what someone thinks you should do. (laughs) Oh, that actually brought to mind a story that just happened. All right, I will... I'm going to share it. What the heck? A neighbor, there's there's a little, there's a laundry room in the little area where I live. And there's just a handful of people that use it that are in this area. And so somebody was messaging, asking who had stuff in the washer. It was a newer person that had just moved in. And I suggested, nobody was answering and say, I mean, people were answering and saying, oh, it's not me, it's not me. And nobody was answering saying, yeah, it's me, I'll get it. So I, usually what I would do if someone had laundry in there is I would give it about 20 minutes. And if I thought it was somebody who was gone and, you know, I would just move their stuff to the side respectfully and go ahead and do my laundry instead of waiting indefinitely for someone to come back and get it out. No big deal, you know, I'm not doing anything weird or anything. There's just only one machine. That's what I would do. So I just suggested to the person, I said, hey, you know, if nobody answers you, maybe give it like 10 more minutes and just move their stuff to the side and go ahead and do yours. No big deal. So another neighbor piped in because it was on a group chat thread. So I said this to everyone. Another neighbor said, we'll just put them in the dryer and be a good neighbor or something like that, which to me seemed passive aggressively suggesting that I was not a good neighbor. I'm just really big on this personal responsibility thing. And also I wouldn't want or expect someone to put my stuff in the dryer if something had happened where maybe usually I'd set a timer and go get it right away but you know stuff happens no big deal I was just like okay (laughs) you know um that was interesting to me that it was implied that I wasn't being a good neighbor because I would move the stuff to the side rather than put it in the dryer and finish someone's laundry. And part of me kind of went, well, isn't being a good neighbor making sure that you're not tying up the machines longer than necessary to? So there's always two ways to look at it. 
And honestly, I am not judging because I didn't bring up the concept of the good neighbor. (laughs) I thought it was interesting. And that is that person's perception of how you should do things. But another person might think, oh my gosh, I don't want you putting my stuff in the dryer. Personally, I actually don't dry most of my clothes. So if someone put my things in the dryer, I would be very upset. So it's all a matter of perspective. And any shoulds or supposed tos are based on your perspective or whoever's saying should or supposed to, their perspective. In fact, my mom shared a story with me the other day about someone who got upset about some people that she had just joined a group that my mom was involved with and a new this new member got upset about some things that people said or that somebody was late and then something that someone said about a sports team and decided she wasn't going to be in the group anymore. It sounded very bizarre and everybody was kind of surprised that it turned out to be such a big deal for this person. So everyone has a different perspective, different ways of looking at things. So just, you know, you can respect others even if you're in conflict or disagreement. You can be graceful and gracious with people even if you don't agree. Like when the laundry thing came up, I may have said something a tad snarky but also kept it lighthearted and was just like, yeah, you know, these are both options. You can do whichever you choose. You don't have to, you don't have to control other people. You don't, if you get judgy with other people because they don't think the same way as you, that's disrespect. You don't have to respect the person's actual opinion or viewpoint. You don't have to do anything, actually. We'll get back, you know, right back to that. It's respectful, though, to respect their prerogative to have their viewpoint. And how do you practice that? How do you practice respect? Let's just talk about one thing here. And I would say that you start with self-respect. How can you respect yourself more? You know, I will just leave that for the contemplation questions and we'll move right into that little bit of a review quick first the three principles that we looked at today are choice integrity and respect and these kind of tied together right you take personal responsibility for how you're going to move forward and the results you get what you're going to do with the hand you're dealt basically you might not have control over the hand that you get dealt however you do have control with how you play it what are you going to do and then being an integrity is kind of your choice to be an integrity to be honest and truthful and authentic and real And those are all healthy ways of being and expressing yourself. And it creates a 
higher vibration energy field and greater health and then respect self-respect and respect for others and honestly when you have respect for others and you treat other people with respect that is a reflection of the respect that you have for yourself when you treat others disrespectfully it's kind of like what i talked about in the last episode in episode six when we talked about having compassion versus getting frustrated and irritated with people you don't want to carry around those kind of negative charged and triggered thoughts and emotions because it adds to your feelings of stress anxiety kind of frustration feeling out of control practicing those feelings and thoughts and actions of respect is a healthy way to be so that's going to cultivate your health all right so contemplation questions for this episode and then you can get your companion download from the show notes or from the episode page on the website choice These are basically journaling questions on these. So when we're talking about choice, write down what is one area where you feel like a victim. And you need to be brutally honest here, okay? If you're struggling to find an area where you feel like a victim, get brutally honest with yourself and find one, okay? ask yourself, okay, where might I be feeling like a victim? And then what am I choosing here? What are you choosing that is creating that feeling of feeling like a victim? And then ask yourself, what can I choose instead to be empowered? And journal on all of that. Now with integrity, ask yourself, where am I demonstrating stellar integrity in my life right now? That one seems easy, right? And be very honest. Are you really demonstrating stellar integrity? Get specific. Journal on that. And then ask yourself, where is my integrity falling short? So you can have that contrast here. And then with respect, in what specific way have I respected myself in the past week? Find that time or that way or that example and journal about that. Awesome. Thanks for joining me. And if you liked this episode, pass it along with someone else who will get value from it. Don't be greedy. Share the love. Share the value. Let someone else's life get better too. And then get the download in the show notes or on the episode page on my website. Much love, have a fantastic day, and I will talk to you in a week.